Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and we have Dr. Lisa Kempisore here, who has been nominated by Sandy as an animal game changer. And we're so excited to be able to connect with Dr. Lisa this morning to shine the light on the amazing work that she's doing. Her nomination means that she has a multitude of people who find her fantastic. And we're excited to learn more about how she practices and where she practices and what inspired her to become a veterinarian. So Dr. Lisa, welcome and congratulations on your nomination. Oh, well, thank you so much. It's quite an honor. I appreciate doing that. Yeah, well, and I do too. I, I love this. And this is such a great way for pet parents and other people to nominate role models and inspiring people in the veterinary community, you being one of them. Lisa, how did you, when you back up and think about your career as a veterinarian, did you always know you wanted to be a veterinarian or did this come about uh, in a different serendipitous way? Yes. I always had an idea that I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I think that stemmed from two very important things in my childhood. First off, my dad was a physics teacher. So the whole science thing was what our life was about. We, we did a lot of science reading and um, he would explain things. And I was always fascinated by science. The other, on the other hand, was my mom, who was the animal crazy person. So there was no stray cat, stray dog that went past her that she didn't stop and feed and ultimately bring home. And we used to laugh saying, you know, kids would say, oh, I can't bring that dog home. My mom would say no. And we were like, my mom would say yes. So I think there became... this interest in veterinary medicine when I was in high school, uh, for sure. And I went with a, a, you know, a college bound track and did the sciences, loved biology. And when I went into my first year in college, um, Every, every um, coordinator, every uh, counselor that I had said, no, 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 you can't go to vet school. It's way too hard. Go to dental school because uh, there was a dental school associated with the college that I went to. And I just didn't want to go to dental school, although I took the dental boards and all through the four years, no, it's too hard. No, it's too hard. It's too uh, competitive to get into um, from New Jersey. There are no schools in New Jersey. I'd have to be. And so I finally got to the point where and worked with a veterinarian and I loved it. And I said, well, I'm going to try. And I did. (laughs) So I wound up uh, moving after I graduated college. I moved to North Carolina and set up my residency down there and was very, very fortunate and honored to be their third class at NC State back in long time ago. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, it's all good. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to say this is my 34th year in practice. So it's, it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. And it's very cool. And clearly you're just as passionate, uh, if not more. And I love that. I love yeah. seeing veteran veterinarians who have not burned out that exactly. still 
very much wake talk up to me that. tonight around seven and see how i'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> right now it's, it feels pretty good <laughs> yes and, and i didn't say you weren't tired I, that's right <laughs> i know it's true exactly. I, I i totally understand the, the crazy yeah. schedules but back up and tell me how what do you love most about being a practicing veterinarian um i I think, and this is going to sound a little strange, but I love working and, and having been practicing for 34 years, I have been with families through three dogs, four dogs, you know, and going through the puppyhood or cats, even kittens and their whole life. And then being there at the end of their life. And, you know, I, I, I find euthanasia to be one of the most important, humane jobs that we can do. It is a blessing in my in, in my estimation. And then everybody, as I walk them out the door with tissues and crying, is I'm never doing this again. And then it can be the next day. It can be two weeks, two years, even ten years later. I had somebody come back and said, "You were right when the time was right." I got another dog. So I yeah. love to be able to continue my relationship with uh, the the folks that love their animals, that re- that trust me. Yeah. Such It's such an amazing thing to gain trust with people that I'm very humbled by it. Yeah, it is be- beautifully spoken. And that relationship, you your career highlights a literally a career long or a lifelong relationship with families and Mm -hmm. the animals that transition through those families. And what a what a gift to be almost um, adopted in to those families. Because I can and I can also follow the arc of the children you know johnny was in first grade when they got the first dog now johnny is married with his own children you know and bringing their dog that's actually happened to me where you know i i saw these these people as young young children and now they're adults with their own family so that that's amazing to me uh and you you mentioned uh compassionate care and i know that that's a focus that your practice is built on that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And it, of course it's necessary, but you have made it a very intentional part of your practice, which Absolutely. I think is beautiful, beautiful. Um, if people wanted to like, do you have a website? If people wanted to learn more about sure. your practice, where, where would they, where would they go? Uh, we are wishing well veterinary hospital in Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, we do have a website and we do have email and we are very, very fortunate. And I wish I could take you on a video tour, but the building now, let me back up for a half a second, because I don't know if you know about this about me. I just opened this practice 15 months ago. I had been- Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I had been. (laughs) My first 17 years, I was an associate. The next 15 years, I was an associate. And I just finally, at age 60, said- yeah, I think I'm going to try this now. You know, there's so much um, emphasis put on when you're in vet school. Oh, the only way to be a successful veterinarian is to own your own practice. Well, you know, I used to think that's what I had to do. But then when I got married and I had three children, uh, my primary focus was being a mother and, and taking care of them and trying to be a veterinarian. Now that they're all grown and on their own, the opportunity came for me to open my own practice. And I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm 
absolutely loving it. But what I wanted to tell you was that we are, um, if you go onto our website, you will see the beauty of this building. This building was uh, originally uh, built in 1784. So it is very quaint. It's, it's, we have three fireplaces. My surgery ward has a huge fireplace. Not that we don't use it, but it's there. It's yeah. gorgeous. We have a beautiful porch where luckily during the pandemic, clients can't come into the building, but we have white um, uh, rocking chairs, a Cracker Barrel rocking chairs all along with the beauty of the wishing well, the original well that was on this property wow. uh, from the 1700s. It's just, wow. it, everything just fell into place. So I'm very grateful for it. Gosh, and I, I, I a, should say, and I did, I, I saw the beauty, I saw your beautiful building and it is just lovely. And how wonderful that you did this after being a successful and very happy associate, you, right. you did become a practice owner. Well, I so did, first of all, I congratulations. <laughs> Yes. And beautifully done. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh, I have an amazing, amazing, amazing staff. I have to shout out to them because there is no way that I could have done this on my own. And we are literally like a family. There is no doubt about it. And we've all oh, worked I together, some it. of us for 20 something years. So it is a family. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It is. It's beautiful. And it's beautiful that literally this is a, the next chapter in your career as a veterinarian. And exactly. it, what a beautiful story and an exciting chapter, certainly. Absolutely. Challenging. Yet challenging this yeah, year with everything. But yes, it has been wonderful. Very, very, yeah. very great. So Dr. Lisa, if um, you've had a really colorful, interesting, diversified veterinary career, but mm -hmm. if you could Tell the world one thing, or if you'd like them to know one thing, what would it be? About veterinary medicine, you mean, or yeah. that I'm going yeah. gray? I'm letting yeah. myself yeah. go yeah. gray. <laughs> We're not, you know, that's that that uh, we can talk. That's a whole different podcast. I'm also uh, I'm also <laughs> deciding how to do that. Thank goodness that is that is uh, not important. The whole scope of everything, although <laughs> although no, but, you know. To be really honest, it segues into what I think I want people to know about me, about life is be true to yourself. You know, I mean, this is this is a profession that's not easy. It's very hard. It's very demanding. It's very stressful. But you know, I mean, to have the confidence to go gray, I think stems from finally having the confidence to open my own practice, you know, so you start, the, for, for you. me, the older I got, the more in tune with what I wanted was important. Yeah. And I, I, I really recommend it to people look, look introspectively and see what it is. Just don't go in and, and punch a time card or do what you think other people want you to do. Just yeah. do what you want to do. And the rest falls in. It's amazing. Really good advice. And I think that for a lot of, I think women in particular, there comes mm -hmm. a point in our evolution where we decide I'm going to start making decisions that are in my best interest. That's right. Uh, and decisions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took yeah. me a long time. You know, I still, when my kids are home, I want to cook for them and you know, yeah. they're adults that can cook for themselves. So it takes a long time to get out of that mold, but I totally agreed. Totally agreed. Well, you've done a really nice job of, uh, as 
the as like brings different responsibilities and different opportunities, taking everything in stride. And now you are the owner of a stunningly beautiful, <laughs> empathetically centered animal oh, hospital. I like that. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. And congratulations on your nomination. We're so thankful for Sandy oh. to nominate you as a Game Changer Award. And how nice to be able to connect with you. Yes, thank you so much, Dr. Decker. I appreciate it.